Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, what's in the blood? That's correct. We're talking about what's in the blood of cattle that make them such a target of mutilation. Now, the first article I want to look at came out a couple years ago, actually, and we can find this on CalhounNewsHerald.com, and it says, The Mystery of the Mutilated Cattle. This is by Bill Hoagland, dated 11-16-2018. It says, Ellsbury, and of course that's Ellsbury, Missouri. Ellsbury is a town of about 3,000 in Lincoln County, Missouri, and is located about 60 miles northwest of St. Louis and about 5 miles from the Calhoun County line. Over a period of about two months, beginning in April of 1978, some rather bizarre things were happening in the Ellsbury area. First, five head of cattle were found mutilated on four different farms over this two-month period. Now think about that. Five, five separate cows mutilated on five different on four different farms. These mutilations included one cow on the farm of Forrest Gladney that was missing the night that was missing the right eye, the right ear, the tongue and udder. Other mutilations included cows that were missing sex organs, rectal tissue and other body parts. It appeared as though these various body parts had been removed with surgical instruments. Interestingly enough, there was little or no blood at the scene of these mutilations, and it was noted that the scavengers, such as turkey vultures, coyotes, and flies, seemed to be avoiding the carcasses as if they were somehow tainted. Now that's something we talked about before. If you think about this, how long does it take you to put out any little scrap of food, any piece of garbage, anything that smells bad, anything nasty, in the summertime, how long does it take for a fly to discover it? Not long. And in fact, you know, think about this, a, a deceased cow, something that large, would actually make a, a prime target for a fly to lay their eggs in. So the notion that these things are so, um, they're, they're so tainted, as the author says, that even the flies don't bother with them. That has to tell us there's something different about these cows. Something other than this cow just simply fell over dead. It says, During the same two-month period, residents in an area where the mutilations had reported seeing strange lights in the sky. One witness described a big orange light accompanied by two other blinking lights that changed in color from red to green and orange. These flying objects would momentarily appear completely motionless in the sky and then suddenly speed off faster than a jet. They emitted no sound, and according to eyewitnesses, they definitely were not helicopters or airplanes. So here we had some decent reporting back in 1978 where people at least took the time to consider the reports of UFOs that occurred about the same time as the cattle mutilations. Today it seems like if a cattle mutilation occurs, the media goes out of its way to cover up 
possible UFO reports, UFO sightings. One witness went even so far as to say a childlike creature that was glowing and running across the field near Ellsbury at about the same time as the strange lights were seen in the sky. Now that's weird. One witness went so far as to say they saw a childlike creature that was glowing and running across a field near Ellsbury at about the same time as the strange lights were seen in the sky. On June 21, 1978, the St. Louis Globe Democrat published an investigative report about the strange things happening in the Ellsbury area. Channel 2 in St. Louis sent a television crew to the Ellsbury area to try to try and film the objects flying around the air. The story hit the Associated Press hotline and soon was carried nationally. This publicly attracted lots of attentions except for the four farmers who lost their cattle. The townsfolks and the sightseers were in a jovial mood. Well, that sounds like people today, doesn't it? People don't seem to understand that these cattle created great loss to the farmers. You're talking in the hundreds or even thousands of dollars. For example, many of the mutilated cattle had both eyes removed with surgical precisions, their tongues cut out from the base and the mouth, their rectums reamed, and a few even had their hearts surgically removed. Unless a group of coyotes had a three-year residency in surgery at the Mayo Clinic, there was no reason to believe coyotes and other scavengers could have done this. Now, you look at some of these pictures, <clears throat> and it's clear these animals had their chest cavities were cleanly cut open, no blood around there, this, the flesh is peeled back, and the heart's gone. It looks like it was taken out by a surgeon. In fact, based on how contorted the bodies were found and what appeared as though some it found it appeared as though some of these cattle had been dropped from above to their final resting place. Cattle had been the prime animals being mutilated, but there were also a few horses, goats, and pigs. The mutilations occurred so often in particular areas of the of the country, such as the San Luis Valley in Colorado, as parts of and parts of New Mexico, that the governor of New Mexico convened a meeting with representatives from the state requesting federal help to investigate these mutilations. To the extent the FBI and other federal agencies got involved, they never solved the problem. Well, who would expect them to? After 1980, <clears throat> there seemed to be a slowdown in the frequency of these mutilations, but they were never completely gone away in North America. For example, Galen Jones, a farmer in southwest Missouri, had 29 cows mutilated during the period from 1991 to 2008. Now, before I continue, I want to say that um, I have links to these articles that we're talking about at the website ufowarning.com. In particular, this Galen Jones, there was a, a History Channel video, <clears throat> excuse me, that I linked to uh, from the UFO. Um, Hunters, uh, to, to me, they just did some of the, the the funnest work out there. They did good work, and they had that series on uh, the History Channel, I think, for maybe two or three years. I don't know, but I got a link there to the video where they feature um, Galen Jones and his farm down there in Missouri, and he talks about the fact that at that time in 2008, when the, when their video, when their documentary was made, he'd lost 26 cows, and he was getting ready to to to, to uh, stop farming. He said he was just breaking him. You can watch that video. It's really interesting. They go on site, um, they examine one of the cow carcasses, and they bring up a lot of really interesting questions. But one of the things that one of the guys from the crew points out there 
is the lack of blood. Now, we talked about this uh, in a couple of the uh, cattle mutilations that happened out in, I believe, Oregon last year. And this is something I think that's been overlooked for a long time is, why is the blood gone? And typically, if you stop and figure out like the, you know, how many gallons of blood that we're talking probably 10, 12, 15, 20 gallons of blood. I mean, just imagine two or three five-gallon buckets of blood there, and it's all evaporated. There's just no way those cattle could be mutilated or they could have been scavenged on the way they were and not have any blood. I mean, no animal just dies, and then mysteriously the blood evaporates from it, where there's not a single drop of blood. No animal sustains those kind of wounds without having some blood residue. And what I thought was really interesting is one of the guys there, and we'll get to this in a minute if I'll finish this article up, one of the guys there uh, on the team, on the UFO Hunter team, brought up the notion that maybe the uh, maybe the aliens had some attraction to the cattle blood. Because, as he pointed out, if this was a government operation, why wouldn't they just raise their own cows? At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now the question <clears throat> arises... If it's aliens taking these, why would they take the cow, mutilate it, and then return it? The only thing that I could answer to that question would be because perhaps the aliens don't have permission to take it. Perhaps they have permission to uh, use these samples, uh, do what they want to with them, but they don't have permission to take this stuff off planet. I don't know. It's 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 a good question. Now it continues here. It says. It says, uh, for example, Galen Jones, a farmer in southwest Missouri, had 20, uh, it says 20 cows mutilated during the period from 1991 to 2008. Okay, by the time the UFO guys got there, it was 26. There is a lot of literature on the subject, but one of the, but one of the more detailed books is Stalking the Herd by Christopher O'Brien. In that book, he chronicles thousands of reported mutilations that occurred in North America from 1969 to 2013. Many other mutilations have never been reported to the authorities because, simply because no one seems to be able to do anything about it, so I report it. One cattle farmer was interviewed by David Perkins, an individual who has investigated many of these mutilations, and was asked why he thought anyone would cut out the eyes, sex organs, or tongues of mutilated cow. In response, which reflects a hopelessness of the situation, was that he figured someone needed some spare parts. Right. So who is responsible? Some veterinarians still say the mutilations may have invest the mutilations they investigated were done by scavengers after veterinarians disagree and say that the mutilations they witnessed could not possibly have been done by scavengers. Other experts who have investigated these mutilations blame cult groups, but the U.S. government, private corporations involved in the beef industry, and yes, even aliens. But for me, there is the most interesting, the most unsettling fact of all, that some that the same kind of mutilations that used to occur with great frequency in North America are now apparently occurring in South America, based on photographs reportedly taken by these most recent 
cases in South America within the past six months. These mutilations look exactly like earlier mutilations in North America. If true, that would seem to eliminate some of the usual suspects, wouldn't it? And it says, and in the meantime, the mystery remains a mystery. Okay, very fine article, I think, written here by Mr. Hoagland. Uh, like I said, you can you can connect to that uh, at the website ufowarning.com. Now, I have uh, another article here. This one from CNN. It says, human trials expected to start next month for COVID-19 treatment derived from cow blood by Elizabeth Cohen. This is from uh, June 26, 2020. Researchers use cows to develop antibody treatment. It says, a South Dakota company expects to start human trials next month for a COVID-19 antibody treatment derived from the plasma of cows. Isn't that interesting? They're using cow blood to try to create some type of vaccine for COVID or treatment for COVID-19. But there aren't but these aren't just any cows. Scientists genetically engineered the animals to give them an immune system that's part human. Did you hear that? Scientists genetically engineered the animals to give them an immune system that's part human. That way the animals produce disease fighting human antibodies to COVID-19, which are then turned into a drug to attack the virus. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not okay with mixing human DNA with animal DNA. At what point does this stuff get into our food supply? These animals are producing neutralizing antibiotics that kill the novel coronavirus in the laboratory, Eddie Sullivan, CEO of Biotherapeutics, said in a statement to CNN. If we are eager to advance the clinic, as we move forward to the regulatory process, which the hopes of bringing this particular COVID-19 therapeutic to patients in need of a solution. The company did not say how many people would be studying the clinical trials or how long they would take. To make the drug, SAB took skin cells from a cow and knocked out the genes that are responsible for creating cow antibodies. Instead, inserted an engineered artificial human chromosome that produces human antibodies. They put the DNA from those cells into a cow egg and turned it into an embryo. They then imparted that embryo into a cow to start a pregnancy. And over the past two decades, have produced several hundred genetically identical cows, all of them with partly human immune systems. Now isn't that something? Mixing cow and human DNA. The scientists then inspected some of the cows with a non-infectious part of the virus that causes COVID-19. The cows are now producing human antibodies to the coronavirus. These antibodies naturally fight off the virus. Wow, now that's something to really think about. That the, that the blood from cows is close enough that they can insert human DNA into it. That's a thought. Maybe, perhaps, perhaps what's going on with all these cattle mutilations... And the reason that the cows are being returned with no blood is that whatever is abducting these things is using their blood. Using their blood for their own experiments. For all we know, it could be aliens inserting their DNA in cattle blood. We can't answer all the questions around this, but the fact is we have to look at the facts that are there. The animals are being mutilated, or to our eyes it seems like they're being mutilated. Maybe they're simply having their 
these parts harvested because they're rich in some type of, of a genetic material that whatever's harvesting them wants. And then they're being returned, and they're being returned without blood. So we have to ask ourselves, what's being taken from the animals? What resources are being withdrawn from these things? And once we recognize that, then we can start to maybe unravel the riddle a little bit, and we can see that what could possibly be going on here is some sort of off-planet or interdimensional genetic modification for all that we know. But I think it's important to keep an open mind because what's really happening here is quite sinister. And if we don't recognize uh, the dangers that are that are apparent here, that's where the real problem could underlie at. Anyway, very uh, very interesting article, uh, both articles actually, both about the the uh, uh, the modification of cow blood, uh, humanizing cattle, kind of scary stuff. Uh, a very in-depth article there about the cattle mutilations that happened in Missouri. Uh, why so many in, in a certain place? Was there something special about the blood and the cattle there? I don't know. A lot of unanswered questions. And also, uh, take the time to watch that video on YouTube fascinating little uh, documentary uh, from that series from the UFO hunters back in the in the mid-2000s. I think it was 2008. They did some really, really good work. Uh, real disclosure. Real on-the-ground disclosure. So much better than what I think we have going on today. I think, I think sometimes if we look back at some of the work that's been done in these fields, we actually get a better idea of what's going on than we would if we just simply uh, focused on the stuff that we're reading about today, the latest report from the CIA or some for-profit um, UFO company. I don't know. But anyway, the links are there at ufowarning.com. Take a look. Um, like I said, good stuff. Very well written. Very, very well done. And this question between uh, human blood, cattle blood, and ET blood, perhaps, might be might be the key to unlock a lot of different things. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.